Welcome to Your Work, Your Way. This is the podcast where you learn to get in touch with your inner CEO with soul. Learn to take charge of your career. Learn to show up with confidence in a way that is aligned with who you really are. I'm your host, Lisa Filia, Masters in Psychology, Certified Life Coach, Expert Career Confidence Coach, and Founder of Believe C. Let's dive in. We are back with another episode, and this week it's time to get tactical. We are going to be talking about how to give your two weeks notice. There's a four-step process that I am going to take you through, and this process will help you to make that move, will help you to be ready to put in that notice so you can move on to the next chapter of your career. Now, before we do that, let's dive into our work win. In this week's work win, we are going to talk about getting a new job. And I am celebrating this client because as we worked together, she had just moved to a new place, knew no one other than her husband, and went out, found herself a job, but not just any job, a job that she felt truly alive and passionate for and is excited to go to and can walk there from her house. This is the type of transformation that you can get when you're willing to do the work to look into your own mind, get past your own limits, and help yourself forward. So I want to congratulate this client. And I also want to share a little bit about the journey that this client went on so you can get a feel if you're in a similar situation. This person had just moved for her husband's career and was in this new place and didn't know anyone. And She was talking about how she didn't feel like she was at home, like it wasn't home. And she felt like she was telling me the circumstance she was in. This isn't my home where I used to live was. But what coaching helped her to see was that when she told herself that that wasn't her home, well, it didn't feel very homey. And when it didn't feel very homey, what ended up happening is she was not making it into a home. She wasn't going out and meeting the neighbors. She wasn't going out and looking for a job that really called to her. She was really stuck inside. So what coaching helped her do was, one, to create a sense of hominess in a new place that she had never been before, and two, push herself out of her comfort zone so she ended up going on walks in her neighborhood and striking up conversations that she never would have done before with random neighbors to introduce herself. And she continued to do this process as we coached together. And she did this in a nearby town to where she lived, walked into a place, struck up a conversation, and was offered to interview for a job, interviewed for the job, and then got that position. This is a job that isn't just a transactional job for her. It is one that truly she enjoys and loves. And it is because she was willing to do the work to help shift her perspective on where she was at, to help release some of those subconscious limits that we have inside of ourselves so she could move forward. I am so happy for this client, so glad that she found a job, that she created a job that she loves. You can do this too. And this brings us to this week's topic, which is all about giving a two weeks notice. 
Now, I'm calling it giving two weeks notice. It doesn't mean that you have to follow that particular rule. And uh, there is this idea out there that when you leave a job, you give two weeks notice. And what that does is it gives the company you work for time to figure out a transition plan with you, potentially train some of the people there in your role so that when you leave, then they already have at least a little bit of a plan in place. Now, the length of time that you give depends on a couple things. It could be based on your position and your own timing with the new position if you already have a job lined up. And it also can be just based on what feels right to you. Because I've had this a couple different ways. I've given a two weeks notice at a company where I gave them the notice, and this was back in the beginning of my career, so it wasn't a super high up position, but I wanted to give them some time to find a replacement and for me to be able to help train the people in the office. So I gave them a two weeks notice and they let me know that it was okay. I could just make that my last day. And I remember feeling a little down when I heard that because I felt so replaceable. And what I want to share with you is we are replaceable often from a skills and transactional point of who's going to actually sit in the seat and do the job, but our energy and who we are is not replaceable. It's unique. It's its own energy essence. So if you're in a similar situation where you go to give it two weeks and somebody just says, oh, it's fine. You can leave today. It doesn't mean that you didn't bring value. It doesn't mean that who you are isn't valuable. It's just the way they choose to do it. And some companies will do that because if they know you aren't committed to the job because you just gave your notice, they might not want you to continue to have access to the company files. They might want to get you out of the role, get you out of that position uh, because they know you're not as invested. And it's not that you might not actually be as invested, but if you give your two weeks, it puts off that sign that you probably aren't really wanting to show up fully and 100% for those two weeks. So they might read into that uh, and choose to not keep you there. In another situation, I gave like a six weeks notice. This was because I was at the director level within the company. And so it was giving them more time to find a replacement and for me to finish my own project that I had. And I wanted to finish what I had started because one, I wanted to do it and it was important to me. Two, it allowed them to know where I was at and it didn't have to be a big deal. And if I could offer you just one thing, let it be that you giving your notice does not have to be a big deal. Now, I know that might feel a little bit defeating, (laughs) but the reason it's so important to realize that is because what I find stops us from giving our notice is often this feeling that we're letting others down or that we might not be able to move on that our next job isn't going to be as great or that we're going to fail at it or that we're so used to the current job that we have that we're concerned about our ability to move on or what people will think about us or burning bridges and we make it into this big deal. Everything will be okay. It's going to work out. And even though in the short term, it might 
feel quite difficult and people might have emotional reactions to you leaving, it doesn't mean that you've done anything wrong. And you can just let this be your sign to yourself that you're moving on to the next chapter. It doesn't have to be this point of devastation. And this lets you take some of the responsibility off. You're not responsible for other people's reactions to what you choose to do with your job. You can let that go and you can move on to the next part of your career. So that is what I would love for you to leave with. Now, let me go into the four-step process. I'm going to start by sharing what often stops us from giving two weeks notice, and then we're going to dive into helping yourself move through it. So here's what I find with my clients and from my own past experiences. Giving your notice, it can create feelings of fear, of overwhelm, of guilt, of anxiety. And these feelings can be so intense that they stop us from giving two weeks notice. We might continue on in a job that we would planned on leaving. We might come up with excuses as to why we are there. Like, oh, I don't want to leave them in a lurch. Or, you know what? I'll just wait until after things settle down. Or just let me finish these projects first. You'll come up with these excuses. And sometimes we don't even realize that we're doing it. We believe our own excuses and we become unaware of the fact that the real reason we haven't left is we're avoiding the discomfort that we imagine will come when we give notice. So I want you to know that hesitancy in giving notice, it's not unusual, but it doesn't have to keep you stuck in a job that you already know you want to leave. But before you think about how to leave, how to give that notice, what's the approach, what to say, when to say it, I'd like you to give yourself more support and get yourself into an energetic space that can help you. And what I mean here is really what I, what I said earlier that the bottom line point of this episode is everything will be fine when it's time for you to leave. When it's truly a soul aligned, let's go. It's no longer the job that I'm wanting to be in. I'm ready for the next step. When it's truly your time to leave, then it's the best thing for you and your company. One, no company is going to want you there if you're not committed. And you being ready to leave is a sign that you're not committed. Let yourself own that. That's where you're at. That's okay. You didn't do anything wrong. It's natural. There are ebbs and flows to life. There are relationships that start and complete. Just because a relationship that you had didn't end up with a forever commitment doesn't mean that that relationship didn't benefit you or the other person or people involved. It's okay. Sometimes things come to completion. Sometimes things, it's time for an end. You didn't do anything wrong. They didn't do anything wrong. Maybe in your mind they did, and if you want to feel that way, that's fine. You're allowed to feel that way, but just know it's okay and it's natural. And if you are feeling fear or overwhelm or like you're being wrong for leaving or that you should stay longer, those are just limits in your mind. I remember working in a company, and I felt like I needed to stay. And the reason 
that I wanted to stay was because I hadn't been there very long. And in my mind, I'd only been there for, I think it was about a year. And I wanted to leave, but I felt like I couldn't because I felt like the way that the workplace and other companies would see me leaving was that I was a job hopper. And there's a lot of negative connotation around this idea of being a job hopper. And what a job hopper is, for those who don't know, is it's somebody who goes from one company or one position within different companies to the next in quick succession. So a year here, two years there, nine months there. And it's called job hopping because it's like you're hopping from one place to the next without any real commitment. And there's a lot of shame that can come with this idea that you're hopping around. That's that's how I felt. I felt like I shouldn't do that, that something was wrong with me for wanting to leave. You know, and what I'd like to offer you, though, is job hopping is a phrase to describe the actions that you're taking, going from one place to the next. It's not good or bad. It's just what's happening. It's just what you're doing. You're going from one place to the next. And if you don't like the phrase job hopping, then don't see it as that. You're not just dipping your toe in. You're fully investing in the place that you're at while you're there. Whether it be for one year or 15, you can invest in the place. So I like for you to drop this notion that there's something wrong with you for wanting to leave. You're allowed to want to leave. And guess what? You don't even need to have a good reason. I bring this up because sometimes we think we have to wait until the workplace feels toxic, until the boss is holding us back, until the pay is excruciatingly low for what we're wanting and what we believe we're worth. You don't have to wait for things to be dire or extreme to leave. You don't have to wait for the most amazing position in the world to show up for you to leave either. You can just decide to leave because you want to leave. And whether you leave with another position lined up or open without another position is something that's up to you. And that is something that I can work with you on and coach with you on. Who knows? Maybe we'll even do a future episode about that. That's not the focus for today, though. Whatever the case may be, don't feel like you have to create a dramatic reason to leave. I used to do this. I used to think that I had to explain myself to my family, to my loved ones, and to my close colleague friends to let them know why I was leaving. And I'd make it into this dramatic story. But you don't have to do that. If there's one there that feels true to you, fine. You can own that. You don't even have to share it. But you don't need it. You can just know, you know what? Feels like it's time for me to shift. Feels like it's time for me to move on. I'm I'm ready for what's next. And when that's the case, what's next doesn't have to feel as pressuresome because you're not wrapping all this drama up into your decision. You're just letting it be what is next for you, what calls to you next. Once you know from that clean space you're ready to leave, there are four steps for you to take. And these steps will help you feel aligned with you as you're leaving. The first step, realize that the company is going to be fine without you. 
I know that this can seem harsh, even the way that it's worded. Oh, they'll be just fine because you've invested your time and your energy in them. And they've invested their time and energy in you. But that's okay. Acknowledge that they are going to be all right. And you're going to be all right. We don't need to make this sticky. We don't need to get clingy. Don't let it be like that relationship that you didn't want to let go of so you stayed there because you didn't know if they'd be okay. Because that just holds you back and them. When you are concerned that the company's not going to be okay or that they're going to be devastated or you don't know how your clients are going to do without you within that company, you trap yourself and you trap the company. No company wants you there if you don't want to be there. They might think that they do. They might say, oh, please, can't we get you to stay? But if you know that it's time for you to go, then it's also time for them to let you go. It's time for them to move on to what's next for them, whether that's another person in your role or a reorg within that department or team to change the structure of your job itself so that either somebody else who already is there takes over some of those responsibilities or they find new efficiencies to eliminate the need for the job itself. They're going to be all right. And I can say this with 100% confidence because something that is right for you is right for the company, is right for your coworkers, is right for those customers. Because we are in this together. And if it's right for you, then it's right for all. They might not see it that way. And they are allowed to have their own reaction. Let them. Just like you can let yourself have your own reaction. But know, at the soul level, at that energy level, nothing has gone wrong. You don't need to take responsibility for the company anymore. That's their job. Your job is to let them know that you're leaving. Release ownership for the company's well-being, your replacement's well-being. Let yourself know they're going to be okay, and so are you. So don't delay your two weeks' notice, because that's just like delaying a breakup. Stop dragging them along. Set the company and yourself free. Know that they'll be okay. You'll be okay. It's not a harsh breakup. It's simply the mark of a relationship now complete. You're not quitting. You're marking the completion of your time at that company. This is the truth. And it frees you and them to pursue the next phase of the career and of your life. The next step get grounded in your energy. Before you say or you send the notice out, You want to be centered in your own intention. You don't want to be reactively sending your notice from a place of anger or fear. And sometimes I I do know people will want to do that because they think that they have to light a fire under themselves in order to get themselves to take action, to actually send the notice. They have to wait until they're fed up is what they think. They They think, I need to be so fed up that I am like propelled forward in my rage in order to leave. But you don't have to do that. Think about how heavy that feels. Think about a relationship that ends on that note versus one in which you've processed that feeling on your own. 
you've cleaned up your own energy around it. You've let yourself feel the anger, the fear, or the rage that you have, but you're not putting it on the other person. You're not throwing your emotions at them saying, here, you deal with this. You're owning your own experience, processing through it, getting grounded so that then you can approach the actual giving of the notice from a much more centered, calm place. And the reason this is helpful is because I think people think if they're super emotional, whether it's regret or sorrow, sometimes people think they need to feel so sorrowful for leaving and they'll use that to say like, I am so sorry I am leaving you. I just feel like it's time for me to go. And they, they make up all these rules. I remember I used to do this. I remember one of the first times, I think it was the first time I ever left a company. I felt so awful. I felt so bad. I felt like I was letting them down. And I took that energy with me into my meeting with my boss. And I remember telling her that I was leaving and feeling so bad for it. And even before I opened my mouth more than one sentence, my boss looked at me and she's like, what is wrong? She could see it in my face, the devastation that I felt. And I let her know that I was putting in my notice. I was going to be leaving in two weeks. And she actually let out a sigh of relief. And she said, oh my gosh, thank God, Lisa. I thought that you were telling me that you had like a massive death in your family or something. You looked so devastated. Like, we're going to miss you, of course, but I'm glad to know that you're okay. And I remember that moment. I still remember how it felt to be in that meeting with this boss and to hear her say that and to realize, oh my gosh, I had made this into such a big deal. And yeah, it felt like a big deal. And it was a big deal for me because of how I was approaching it. But I didn't need to take that energy into the meeting. It didn't need to be so heavy. It wasn't a problem that I did. It didn't make the meeting go bad because I had done that. But you have so much more centeredness and ability to think and plan forward and power and control of yourself when you let yourself handle the emotions, the amazing massive turmoil you might be experiencing before you have the conversation with your boss. And I'm not saying you have to have a conversation either. We'll get into that in a minute. But before you bring up your notice and officially send or say it, let yourself work through your own energy and your own emotions. Get yourself grounded. Get yourself calmer. Why? Because what happens if you don't is One, it feels awful in the conversation. But two, the follow-up can feel more uncomfortable and regretful because of how you handled it. When you make it into a big deal and you bring that big deal energy into the time when you share that you're leaving with your boss, then the whole two weeks become a bigger deal because you made it into a big deal. You've basically declared through the energy you bring, this is a big deal. This could be a problem because of the energy you're bringing, not the words you're saying, though those reflect the energy and impact and influence that energy and magnify it. But the actual energy you bring, the heaviness comes with you. And so it makes it even heavier 
those two weeks in that transition period. So you want to get grounded in your energy first. So how do you do this? This is the magnificent beauty of coaching. You get in touch with you. You release the limits that you have, the subconscious patterns that you have, the emotions that are stuck within your body. That's what we do together. So that's how coaching is so powerful and beneficial. Now, I do want to give you specific things that you can do now because the point of this podcast is to help you make moves, have massive transformations, start seeing and noticing shifts right now. So while coaching is the quickest and I believe most impactful way to help yourself get grounded, here are some steps that you can do right now. First, you want to clear the way with yourself. What do I mean? In a private place, I want you to write down or yell out, whichever resonates more with you, all the thoughts you have about giving notice. The good, the bad, the ugly, you want to get it all out so it's not within you. What this does is it releases the emotion and energy inside so you can get more clear. It's almost a grieving process. You're letting go of something. So even if that something felt awful, there was a reason you were holding on to it so tight. Even if that job didn't feel great, there's a reason you stayed as long as you did. And so there is a grieving process that can happen with this. So you want to let that out in your own privacy and in your own place. Then after that, take some deep, slow exhales out. (sighs) Like that. And you don't make it prescriptive. Don't make it need to be rhythmic in any way. Just however it comes. Sigh it out. Moan. Exhale. Get it out. It gets you out of your mind and helps you to access your intuition and inner wisdom. You don't want to let your mind lead. You want to let your soul speak. These deep exhales help drop you down so you can access that soul's wisdom. It gets you feeling calm, centered, and more serene. So that's what we mean when we say get grounded. And that's why this step is so crucial. It allows you to think clearly because your thinking isn't clouded by the heaviness of the weight of the emotional turmoil you have. Emotions aren't bad. They're there for a reason and they're there to help us and they have wisdom within them. But when we try to move forward and get stuck in the emotion and use the emotion in that way, sometimes we can't hear the inner wisdom below the emotion or within the emotion. So releasing the emotion allows us to get to that. So now that it's released, you want to ask yourself, what is it that I want to convey? How do I want to? convey it. Write your response down. What that does is it drafts your structure and your approach so that you're ready to go to the next step, which is to actually create your two weeks notice. You'll be writing this to your direct boss, that person that supervises or that's your manager. So have them in mind as you write it. And remember, you're in your centered place now. Because you've gotten grounded, right? So that's where you're at now. And I want you to write what comes out. And as you're structuring this, you do want to be direct. You want to share that you are leaving. And you you want to do that in the beginning so it doesn't get lost in your message. You don't want to write a novel and tell a whole story before you get to the point. Because they won't know why you're telling that story. You want to be very clear. So right in the beginning, you want it to be known you're giving your notice. 
And so remember, at this stage, you haven't sent anything. You're just writing it out. You're creating the notice itself. So share your leaving right away so it doesn't get lost in the message. And then if you want to elaborate your reason to why, you can. But it is not required. And it will depend on your own relationship with your boss. Because you never have to give a reason. You could just simply state you're leaving and thank them for the time if you want and give them your official last day. Always be honest when you're creating this two weeks notice. You don't want to feign anything in your message or try to soften the blow. Because if that's your thought, if you're approaching it from, oh, I have to soften the blow. That energy is going to come out that you think it's a blow. Think about that. If you think you're trying to soften the blow, what does that imply? It implies that you believe that your message will be a blow, like like they're taking a hit from you. You don't want to be thinking about it like you're punching them in the gut. No, don't approach your message that way. That's why you getting grounded first is so crucial. You're not bad or wrong. So don't feel like you have to try to soften the blow. Instead, write what's true to you, but from that place of calm serenity. That way you also won't have any regrets about what you write either. Because being honest doesn't mean you fill your note up with complaints, frustrations, insults. You don't have to do that either. Truth and honesty doesn't require you share every single thought you've ever had about that job. No. You can simply say you're leaving and the date. You can share a reason if you would like to. And then the other thing that I like to do with these two weeks notice is I like to recommend a next step to keep the process moving. Why? Well, because your career is in your hands. And so you doing that helps the momentum keep going. It doesn't keep the conversation plopped with you leaving, you're already showing them a path forward, which helps them move forward too. If you're already giving an idea of a next step, they can decide whether they take it or not. And they can have their own time, they as in your boss, to process what you shared. This helps them get an idea forward. And it's you taking charge of your own career by helping create direction forward. I have some examples. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to link to a post where I share these examples so that if you wanted, you could copy and paste them and then tweak them, make them fit. You don't want to share my words for your leaving. You want to share your words. But sometimes reading these examples will help you to change your thoughts because you're getting in these examples, my perspective. And my perspective isn't me thinking the company is going to be devastated or that you're doing anything wrong or that this is going to be a really hard thing. My approach is from that grounded place. So you seeing and reading these uh, examples can help you to then create that energetic space of, oh, this is fine. I can do this. So a link to a post where you can access Uh, written form of these, which will make it easy for you to, to see and react to them. But I'll verbally read them to you now. First example, you start with the manager's name. After much consideration, I've decided to leave 
company name. I've thoroughly enjoyed my time in this role, and I thank you, and you might list others' names as relevant there, uh, for the amazing memories together. I'll look back on this time fondly in appreciation and gratitude. Please consider this my official two weeks' notice, making, put a date in, my last day of work. I will outline a transition plan, and we can review it together at our next one-on-one to ensure the transition is as easy as possible for all. Thank you again, and let me know what else would be helpful to have from me. So that's worded in a very uh, loving manner, and I would only do this if you actually felt this way. I would never lie. You don't want to make up stuff in these messages. You want them to be true. So this is an example of a heartfelt approach if you have that type of connection with your manager. And you can see in the example, the very first line was, after much consideration, I've decided to leave. And then you'd put the company name or your position. And you put that first so they know what to take in. And then I shared a little bit as to why. You don't have to, but you can. Then I gave my date of notice. And then I get followed up with that next step of I was going to outline a transition plan. Next example, and this one's a little more direct and is doesn't have as much flowery language in it. So whatever approach you want could work. But this example is manager's name. I've decided enter date will be my last day. It is my goal to make this transition as seamless as possible for you, for the company, for our clients. So to help with this, let's set up a meeting to discuss our next steps and how we can delegate each project. I've got some ideas already on how this could work. I'll share them with you when we meet. If this sounds like a good next step, let me know some times that work well for your schedule. Thanks. And that's it. So again, I started right with when the date is. Then I went in, kind of set the intention, my goals to make this as seamless as possible. And then I went in and shared the next step. And I even gave them the chance to react to it. I opened that possibility up if they wanted to say a different next step. But I was like taking control while allowing them to have a reaction. So those are two examples for what this could look like in writing. Use them however helpful and tweak them to work for you. If you feel like it's taking you forever to write this, it is a sign that it's because your energy isn't grounded. Once you're in a helpful, aligned energy space, the words will flow much more naturally. And it still might be a little bit difficult if you haven't done it before, but it will be a lot easier. So your sign, if it's taking you a really long time to do this, is you've you're still attached, you still have some uh, thoughts and emotions that you might want to just focus on releasing to allow yourself to come to these notes in a cleaner space. All right, the very last step, actually giving your notice. You've crafted your note. Now it is time for you to communicate it. Here's what I like to do. If you have a strong, good relationship with your boss, you're in frequent communication with them, I recommend doing this verbally first before sending them an official note. If you meet in person regularly, I like to do it in person. You do not have to. Uh, I was in a company that was very remote. So that for that case, I did it over the phone because I wasn't able to see them easily, and we weren't really using Zoom then, so I did it over the phone. 
if you feel like doing it over the phone versus in person versus over Zoom would be more conducive to you, then do that. Because I don't want you to think that there's a right way to do this. There isn't. The right way is your way. is the way you want to do it. But make sure you're in a good energy to decide that. It might be that if you're on a virtual team and your team often uses Zoom, but you sometimes will call your boss, don't feel like it's better to do it over Zoom than over the phone. Because if doing it over Zoom makes you feel more trapped because of how you're approaching Zoom, then just go ahead and do it over the phone. There's nothing wrong with that. If that feels cleaner, if that feels like you'll be able to show up more like you want to show up, then do it that way. It really depends on your situation. I do recommend if you have a good relationship with your boss, doing it verbally first so that you are sharing your energy in real time with them is great because it's more personal. It lets you talk through some of the logistics a little bit more. Whereas if you do it in writing, it's it's a longer, can be more drawn out process. Since you've already structured your letter and you've already like gone through the process of cleaning out your own energy, you will be clear on how you want to share your news. And you can use that approach to guide the conversation. You've already structured it. Whatever you wrote down, that's your structure. That doesn't mean you say it word for word. Like whatever you wrote, you don't need to say verbally, verbatim when you're talking with the person. Just use it as a loose structure point. Your boss or manager hasn't had that same opportunity to have time to react. So they might need some space. Let them have a reaction. They're allowed to. They're a human being. Don't let that have to mean you need to change your mind in any way, though. Just let it be them having their own response. They're allowed to. After you verbally share with them the news, I recommend that you let them know you'll email them your official notice. You need to do that for HR purposes. So it's nice to already have it in writing which is the step before that we just did, because that way you can easily use it to guide that verbal conversation and to send it off right after the call or the meeting. If you like, you can even CC, so so copy HR on that email, or you could have your boss forward it to them and have you CC'd. If you want to send it directly to your boss alone and have your boss kind of take that next step, that's fine. Depending on the relationship with the boss, you can ask them. You can say, hey, I have a two-week notice written out. My plan is to send it to HR and CCU. Sound good? And that way they can have a response and offer their insights if they have another idea in mind. Now, if you don't have a good relationship with your boss, maybe they're part of the reason why you're leaving, or if you don't feel good about it, if it's not aligning for you, then don't feel like you have to verbally tell your company. You could just send the email to your boss so that you can move the process forward. So the actual conversation verbally with your boss doesn't have to happen if it doesn't feel right to you. Another reason you might not do a verbal conversation is you might not be in verbal communication 
with your boss very often. One of the places I worked when I was very high up in this company, I was basically self-managed. We didn't have a lot of one-on-one meetings very frequently. And if we did, they were for a very specific topic. The way we communicated was through Slack. Um, for those of you who don't know, Slack is it's kind of like an instant messaging platform that's online based or it's like an app that you could have on your computer or your phone where you can send texts. I think now you can even send videos through it. They, they added a new feature and you can call people through it. But that company culture was one in which the way you communicated was basically in written form in these messages other than meetings that had a very specific purpose. So in that case, what I did was I drafted my message and then I sent it. I didn't have a verbal conversation first. I sent the message and then in the message, I offered to do a call specific to the transition plan because I was coming with specific ideas on who could take over which task, which tasks were complete, Uh, which tasks weren't complete or didn't need to be done, and some specific context and information on how to move forward. So that is also an option where you flip the order depending on the culture within your company. And you'll know best for that. And if you have questions about that, coaching can help. I do also recommend that you do have a follow-up meeting or some type of email correspondence with HR without your boss. Because then you can go over final details. Things like, when does my final paycheck come in? Or how do I get paid out for my PTO? Or how do I move forward with my 401k if you have one of those? Do you get to keep your work cell phone number? How do you return your company's equipment, especially if if you're working remote? Those types of questions. Those are questions that, honestly, your boss probably does not need to be involved with. Depends a little bit on your position in the company. but. That's those are HR questions. All right. That's what I have for you today. With this process, you will be ready to give your two weeks notice in a way that is grounded, that's clear, and from a clean energy that'll make the process as easy as possible for you and your company. Thank you for listening to our episode today. And if you are ready to dive into your own soul and you want to be connected with soul-filled self-confidence that allows you to fully show up so you can do your work your way with soul, then join me in our group coaching program. It starts in January, but go ahead and enroll now and you'll get some special bonuses. If you sign up before December 5th, you get an additional five-day bonus self-confidence training to help you feel confident during the holidays. And the sooner you enroll, the sooner you start getting support. So click the link in the show notes to enroll and I will see you there.